Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soulfire production. In this episode, we talk about commitment, and it's because we're at episode 52, one year together. And so it made me think about honoring the relationship that we have to ourselves and sticking to it. And it's a chance for me to ooze so much love on all of you for being here this past year. I can't believe it. It's been one year that we've been talking to each other, and I am so very grateful. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to find out more ways we can spend some time together or send me a DM if you know me. I'll always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you would subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, Extra Love Army. Today's episode is, drumroll please, number 52. It's one year, and now that... I realize this, by the way, no offense to me, I'm sure nobody's looking at that and nobody really cares, but you know, you're know, you in your world of podcasts and books and shows that you watch that we all consume. I'm sure nobody's thinking this is number 52 and you don't keep track. But for me, it's a very big deal for us to celebrate that it's been one year every week that we've been together, that we've been having some epic conversations. And for me, this is two-sided. I get on this mic and I talk to you, I picture you, I get DMs from you, the reviews, all of it. It's truly why I keep talking week after week. I am so grateful. I'll never understand how I'm able to articulate the gratitude that you show up, that you listen, that you share, that you send to your friends, that you think it might help somebody, whether we're talking about an article of clothing or being in an emergency state or children moving on or fun stories of Paris Fashion Week, it doesn't matter. You are here and you show up for me, for yourself, for this conversation and community. And I'm so, so grateful. So besides celebrating us on this year, Mark, I wanted to talk about what came up for me immediately. You know, I saw episode 52 and even Adam said, and if you guys know me well, I have a really hard time manufacturing or engineering things ahead of the game in a lot of ways because it's how I feel in my moment in time, which is why whether it was my 50th birthday or Ryder turning 18 or Paris Fashion Week, I do it right in that moment because it feels the most authentic to me. So when this came up, I thought, well, when I see 52, I think immediately about the commitment I made to myself. And again, not looking for hero bells here, but Just for a little bit of background, when I decided to do this podcast, it was right after TED. And the reason I decided to do it was because I felt like I wanted to have more conversations with you than I was able to have within my own community, even on IG. And I felt like we had more to talk about. And so I said to myself, I'm going to give it a year. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to give it a year in this podcast world. You know, the idea was just to open up the lines of communication and develop more community and hopefully, without sounding so cheesy, you know, make life a little bit better for people that are listening. Isn't that always the hope? I think so. And so I released myself in this past year of, I guess, smart, 
business strategy, even though I have the most amazing production company, Soulfire Productions, I love, adore, could not do any of this without them. I didn't look at the reviews, the ratings, the downloads, the listeners, and not because I don't care about those things. I need them, right? If I eventually want to become, you know, any sort of livelihood within podcasting. But I said this first year was really about establishing our relationship and talking and chatting. And I did not make any decisions to stop doing it or I released myself from making that decision. So that's why this episode is all about the commitment we make to ourselves. So again, sharing from my heart, knowing that I'm really proud of myself that for 52 weeks, every week, I showed up and I gave you a little piece of my heart. And whether or not it was awesome, amazing, or it was terrible and crappy, I did what I set out to do and and I hope to keep doing. And so when I think about committing to myself, now this is in the realm of, I guess, goals, but that always sounds a little lofty to me, that word. But I'm going to start off with how do I honor the commitment to myself most? Well, how do I do that? And the first thing that comes to mind for me in my daily life is I don't give myself the choice or the out. If something's important to me and I want to commit to it, I don't waffle. I don't, you know, if I want to work out every single morning because I know it's good for my heart and it helps me with my endorphins and I just feel like I can be a better person because I've done it, I don't ask myself when I get up, should I work out today? I just do it. I don't ask myself, should I keep going on this podcast? I haven't gotten the feedback I wanted or I haven't. I don't do that. I've committed to it and I stay the course. And I think sometimes when we decide to evaluate something mid-process, which is fine, I'm going to get to that in a minute, ask yourself the real why. Because for number two here, I say that I revisit my goals frequently about where I'm headed and where I want to be, and I allow myself for pivoting, but I'm clear on the why, right? Am I giving myself the choice to get out of this because either I, I say that it's costing too much money, I don't have enough time. I don't feel good enough. This is going nowhere. Those are all self-sabotaging and limiting beliefs. And so when I don't give myself the choice, I don't have that conversation. I'm just doing it, right? So if I said to myself, I am making a commitment to spend the weekend doing X, I don't ask myself on Thursday, do I really want to do that? Because that's only going to lead me to probably tearing down if I want to do it or not. So again, if it's important to yourself, Don't give yourself the choice or the out, just do it. And the second thing is when you're revisiting your goals and you want to change, ask why. Is it because you're kind of being lazy? Is it because you just don't feel like it? Or is it a deeper meaning of, no, I actually don't want to do this. I want to change course. And again, there's no shame here. I'm not trying to berate anyone for breaking a commitment, but we all know that the easiest commitments to break are the ones to ourselves, right? So number three, I always stay the course when I can't see the outcome. And this is something I've worked really hard on, meaning I don't know where it's headed, but I believe in myself. I've made a commitment to what I'm doing here on this project, and I'm going to stay the course because when I do that, most of the time, the outcome or result are not what I was expecting. And that's a beautiful gift to get something that you couldn't even see existed. But I wouldn't even get that gift if I didn't allow myself the chance to even start it or do it or try it. So I stay the course even when I can't see the outcome or the result. Now, maybe sometimes you can't. Maybe it's very clear to get from A to B, you want to get this. 
fine. But a lot of times, it's not that clear. That road is often very windy. So in order to stay committed, I'm okay not seeing the outcome. Number four, I plan ahead mentally and emotionally so that I don't burn out and sabotage my own goal or desires. And for me, planning ahead means I can't burn my energy out, which gets me to my ick test, which I think was episode number four, which I do every Sunday. If I don't protect my energy, I cannot give myself what I need in order to pursue the things I want to do because I'm giving myself away to anyone and everybody and that's for free. I can't do that. To honor the commitment to myself, I need to make sure I don't burn out. And for me personally, it means that I have to plan out my energy. Now, there are things that we can and can't do. You have small children. You're not like, I've got to take a nap today. That sounds great. Not happening. I'm not trying to be an idiot here. But we all know where there are energy suckers, where there are energy givers. And have you evaluated in your life where that might be? Because if you haven't, you will burn out and you will sabotage whatever it is that you're trying to go for. Trust me. I'm a half a century old now. I know these things. I don't know why I like to say that. It just sounds... I actually like it. It sounds uh, like I've been here a long time. Number five, stop the second guessing and just do, act, be, go. You know, I hope that you're not taking these things as I don't think you should be smart or thoughtful or strategic or make, you know, great business decisions. But most of the time, waiting for those answers or the seeking out of those answers is the shield for us to not act, right? Because if I keep second guessing myself, okay, so I'll use the podcast as an example, right? Okay, everyone is doing podcasts. Why should I even be doing this? Are they even going to make me any money? All the things. Some of it's true, some of it's not true, but the real second guessing has got to be rooted in why am I doing this? What is the purpose of me doing this? And it will lead to my next movement if I'm honest with myself. And a lot of the times we don't move because we're in the mode of second guessing because that makes it easier. If I'm second guessing, I don't really have to do anything, right? But the act of movement, you know, we always say movement is hope. The act of actual movement will get you to a different place, period. And then what are you doing? You're honoring the commitment to yourself. And so I do want to just spend a moment here to talk about why keeping commitments to ourselves can be so challenging and Why is it so much easier to keep commitments to everyone else, right? And I think what ends up happening is that we prioritize everyone and everything else because we're programmed to think that something that has to do with us is possibly selfish, right? But the reality is that I think what ends up happening is that it's our own like defense shield about what could be. So it may be easier to think that, you know, we're not worthy of achieving or getting what we want, or it's easy to talk ourselves out of something because it's easier to focus on someone else or something else, because then we avoid whatever that commitment was to ourselves. So instead of feeling like, oh, I didn't do that. It's like, oh no, I couldn't because I had to focus over here. I had to focus over there. Now, again, those things are true, but if you really want to spend time on figuring out where you want to commit to yourself, those other things are not going to get in the way because it's a non-negotiable for you. And it has to be if you truly want to pursue it. Because I will say that, you know, maybe you write a commitment letter to yourself or you declare it in some way. Maybe you grab someone or a friend and take them with you and 
make it a habit or just try one of these things on and, and see if it helps you build credibility with yourself. Small steps. Because remember, no one ever will be as committed to you as you are to yourself. The end. So happy 52, my loves. Happy one year together. I can't wait to press record on 53 and start this new year in conversation with the most incredible community I could ever ask for in deep gratitude. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week.